This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Auto Repair Marketing Podcast. I am your host, Brian Walker, and today I am coming to you from beautiful Cedar Key, Florida. Now, I am outside right now as I record this episode, and nature has given us a nice little soundtrack in the background. I hope it's not too distracting, but this is not going to be a super long episode, but the content that's in it is going to be really valuable. And it's based on a blog that I just wrote about negative keywords for your Google ads. Now, before I get into this too far, I do want to thank our sponsors, RepairPal, for providing this episode. RepairPal will bring more business to your shop through the largest auto repair shop website in the world, RepairPal.com. Find out more about becoming a RepairPal shop at RepairPal.com forward slash shops. All right, so this is nothing new to you as far as knowing that Google ads are one of the most valuable ways that you can bring more business into your shop. It's one of the most effective ways of bringing more business into your shop. Google ads make a lot of shop owners a lot of money, and they make Google a lot of money as well. But they make them a lot of money because they work. Now, one of the unfortunate sides of Google ads is that a lot of people spend a lot of unnecessary money. They will spend money on Google ads without seeing the results in some cases, or they'll spend money on Google ads and they'll see the results, but they won't see the results that they possibly could. And in many cases, this is because the person who is managing the ads, they don't understand the concept of negative keywords. First, if we think about what a keyword is when we're talking about Google ads, A keyword is a word that someone is going to type into a search result that is going to either trigger or not trigger your ads. So if you are an auto repair shop and you're running a set of ads and somebody that is within the geographic area of your shop searches for auto repair, then you want your ads to display. More specifically, if they're searching for something like auto repair shop near me, you want your ads to display. If they're searching for best auto repair Houston and your shop is in Houston, then you want your ads to display. But what about when somebody searches for something like best auto repair schools? You don't want your ads to display for that. And how do you keep them from displaying when somebody searches for that? Because your ads may be set up to where auto repair are the keywords that trigger the ads. And if somebody searches for best auto repair schools, they included those words in their search. And in theory, your ad, at least it has the opportunity to display when somebody searches that. And that's where negative keywords come in. A negative keyword is a word that you can put in to tell Google, if this is in the person's search query, don't display my ads. So let's go back to that example of best auto repair schools. So somebody is searching that. Now, in theory, that person should look at your ad and be able to tell you're an auto repair shop and then they don't click on the ad and it doesn't cost you anything, right? Well, not really. The other option that happens, and this happens a lot, is people, they don't actually read the ad and they click on it anyway, and then it just costs you. And then if you think about something like an auto repair school, well, there's not as many of them And it's a lot higher price point. Somebody may pay $30,000 to go to an auto repair school so they can pay a lot more for their ads. There's not as many of those schools in the country as there are auto repair shops. And it's a whole supply demand thing where those ads are going to cost you a lot of money. So you might, if you have your ad campaign set up the wrong way, 
you might spend your entire day's budget on that ad and then nothing else can come to you because people will click even though the ad clearly is not for an auto repair school. And an auto repair school is just one example. I'm going to give you some other examples of where you might want to use some negative keywords. But the real point that I want to make is that you think that because people see that it's an auto repair shop and not a school that they're not going to click on it and that it doesn't cost you anything. And it doesn't cost you from a standpoint of the click but what it does cost you is in your ad quality score. So Google ads have a thing called an ad quality score. And that ad quality score basically is a ranking of how good, how effective your ad is. And the higher your ad quality score is, the less your clicks will cost you. The higher your ad quality score is, the more chance you have of Google putting your ad at the top of the listing on page one. And if we think about this, I used the example of Houston. In Houston, it is completely realistic that there might be 100 auto repair shops inside of a five-mile radius. Now, if 20% of those shops are running Google ads, which is also very realistic, then you have at least 20 shops there that when somebody searches for auto repair, Google has to choose from these 20 shops as to which one it's going to display in those top four results. Because let's be real, that top of page one is the only place that matters. Page two, the bottom of page one, none of that matters. You want your ads to be at the top of page one. So they have to look at things like, is this ad well built? It a relevant ad. And if we display it, is someone going to click on it? So if you have a low ad quality score and someone else has a high ad quality score, then Google is going to display that other person's ads instead of yours. So if you think about it, Google is a business. They're in the business of selling clicks on ads. Our friends at RepairPal are making today's episode possible. Don't lose work to your competition. Today's consumers check pricing during all stages of the repair process, before, during, and after. Did you know that 81% of them do online price comparisons before making a purchase, and customers that check your price after they've already authorized the work do so after calling the competition? But RepairPal, the largest auto repair network, has a solution. Their fair price estimator tool can be put on your website to help you build trust with consumers up front to demystify price, help educate consumers about what's involved in the repair, bring you higher web traffic, and prevent your customers from calling your competition. You have to be in it to win it, so head on over to repairpal.com forward slash shops and set up a call to learn more about becoming RepairPal certified. When you sign up, you'll get one month of service free and save $150 off certification. That's repairpal.com forward slash shops. Let's say that there's one shop out there. We'll call them shop A. I know that's very original, but we're going to have a shop A and a shop B. Let's say that shop A has done a really good job of optimizing their ads and they're bidding $2 per click. And every time their ads are displayed 10 times, they get clicked on three times. All right. So they get clicked on three times. They're bidding $2 per click. Google makes $6 off of them. Let's say that somebody else they have their ads set up not as good as shop A. So shop B, their ads are, they're just so, so. And they're bidding $5 per click. But every time that their ads are displayed 10 times, they only get clicked on once. Google only made $5 off of them, whereas they made $6 off of shop A. Because Google only has so much digital real estate. Every time someone searches, once that search is done and over with, once they leave Google's web property, everything that they had to sell, it's gone. They can't ever sell that again. So you put yourself in the place of Google. Who are they going to prioritize? 
shop A or shop B. Even though shop A is bidding less per click, they're making more money off of shop A because shop A has better ads. They've done a better job with things like negative keywords. So they're not displaying ads to searchers who are looking for something that they can't sell them. They have done a better job with writing the copy that goes in those ads. So when somebody sees the ad come up, they're like, oh yeah, that's what I'm looking for. There's so many things that go into creating a high ad quality score. It's more than just going and setting up an ad and letting it go. There's a lot that goes into this, but negative keywords are a big, big part of it. So how do you find the negative keywords that you're going to use? Well, the first place that we start when looking for negative keywords is within the Google ad console, the dashboard, there's a place where you can get a search query report or a search term report. And what that is, is it is a report of the search queries that people typed in to Google that made your ads come up. So you can see if your ads displayed for a search like auto repair schools. Now, as soon as you start looking at that, you'll see things that maybe don't make sense for you. Maybe you have the keyword mechanic as one of your triggers, which would make perfect sense. But somebody is searching for diesel mechanic or heavy equipment mechanic and your ads displayed for that. You're going to want to go in and put in negative keywords. So you don't want to be too hasty with this. If you're a shop that works on diesels, even if it's a Power Stroke or a Duramax or a Cummins, then you're going to want to like be really strategic about the way that you do your ads because you don't want the person who is searching for that mechanic to come out and work on their tractor or on their Peterbilt or Kenworth or something. Same thing with boats. People are always searching for boat mechanic and lawnmower mechanic. And we see these things, or we, let's say we used to see them in our Google ad, the search term report all the time until we now have a master negative keyword list that we have that we put into place. Now we always go through it and make sure because some of our client shops are different than other ones. And it's going to be the same for you. So some of the places, some of the things that where you might want to look for negative keywords are number one would be your competitors names. Now, a lot of you think I want my ads to display when someone searches for one of my competitors. And in theory, that sounds good, but we find that those ads are normally money sucks. They will just eat up a budget. And it's because people are looking for the shop. A lot of times they're just looking for the shop that their car is at already and they need the phone number for it. And they don't even realize they're clicking on an ad. And all that it does is it leads to you spending way too much money on ads and having frustrated people calling and talking to your service advisors to find out that you're not the shop that they're looking for. If somebody already has a shop in mind, they're probably going to that shop. So I recommend putting your competitors' names in as a negative keyword. You don't want your ads displaying when people are searching for your competitors. Now, if you have a rock star, I'm talking about a ace service advisor who can take those people and turn them into clients, then okay, you're in a different situation and maybe you do want to have your competitor names you know, triggering your ads and when we're asked to do that we will do it but by practice most people do not see good results with those ads another place where you would want to do that would be words like i already gave you the example of with diesel heavy equipment boat lawnmower those are terms that most shops are not going to want their ad to display for that. Now, if you're a diesel shop, obviously this doesn't apply to you. If you work on boats or lawnmowers, it doesn't apply to you. But like I said, most shops, you're going to want negative keywords in there for that. 
Another place that you might find negative keywords would be with brand names. So let's say that you're shopping that you don't work on European cars. You might go into your search terms report and find that your ads are displaying when somebody is searching for a Mercedes mechanic, BMW mechanic, Porsche mechanic, etc. And in those cases, you're going to want to go in and put those car brands that you don't work on as negative keywords so that your ads are not displaying for them. So you should be getting the idea now of what negative keywords are and how they work and how they're going to save you money. Another place that you can find negative keywords is on the phone. The phone calls you get when somebody is calling you and you can't serve them because they asked for something that you don't do, then go add that thing as a negative keyword or talk to your marketers. You have a marketing team that's doing your ads for you and tell them, hey, I'm getting a lot of calls for this. Let's make sure we have this in there as a negative keyword. You know, so now we listen to our clients' phone calls. So we pick up on a lot of this ourselves. We don't need the clients to tell us about it. When we see that there was a call for something that shop couldn't help with, then we'll go in and add a negative keyword if it makes sense to do that. The last thing that I want to let you know about negative keywords is that this is something that you should be looking at monthly as far as like your search term reports to see what are the keywords that are triggering your ads to make sure that your negative keywords are what they need to be. But you also need to periodically go in and look at your negative keywords and see has anything changed because shops evolve over time. Maybe you used to not work on Porsche, but you hired a Porsche tech and you forgot that a year ago you added Porsche as a negative keyword. You're not going to want that in there now if you're actually doing that kind of work. And then I know I said that was the last thing, but there is one other thing that I want to let you know about, and that is the hierarchy of Google ads, because there are cases where you might want to have negative keywords in there for things like jobs or careers, because you'll find that people are searching for auto repair jobs, auto repair careers, and you don't want your customer facing ads to display for that when that happens. But if you're like every other shop in the country, you do want to hire. So you can use Google ads for hiring and be quite successful with it. But to do that, what you're going to have to do is set up different campaigns because your negative keywords are done on both the campaign level and on the ad group level. And Google has a hierarchy. At the top, you have campaigns. Within campaigns, you have ad groups. And then inside of ad groups, you have ads. So on ad groups and on campaigns, you can set negative keywords. So it's not like it's something that affects your entire Google AdWords. You can set this up differently. So you could have a customer acquisition campaign that has all of your ads in it that are designed to bring new clients into your shop. And then you can have a hiring campaign. And on your customer acquisition campaign, you would have negative keywords for words like jobs and careers. But on your hiring campaign, those are actually going to be your regular keywords. We'll call them positive keywords, if you will, because those are the things that are going to trigger your ads. So you have a setup where for auto repair jobs and auto repair careers, you're displaying your hiring campaign, but you're absolutely not displaying your customer acquisition campaign. So it's a very flexible tool. It's a very powerful tool. It's something that'll make your Google ads much better. And I highly recommend if you're doing your own Google ads to make sure that you're looking at these negative keywords often. And if you have someone else who is doing your Google ads for you and they never talk to you about negative keywords, then maybe have a conversation with them. They're probably doing it. If they are a professional and they are running your Google ads, then they are probably doing a very good job with your negative keywords. But it's always a good thing to look at because you just never know the level of expertise of the people that you're working with. So that's going to be it for today. I hope the background noise wasn't too distracting, but it is beautiful here. Absolutely beautiful day in Florida. If you watch this on YouTube, then you can see the bay behind me and everything. Really awesome time that my son and I are having on a fishing trip right now. Just had the opportunity to get a podcast done. So just wanted to go on and get that done. 
one of the last things is we're just one of the podcasts on the Aftermarket Radio Network. There are other great podcasts. You can find them at aftermarketradionetwork.com. We hope that you'll tune in again next week. And until then, go fill those bays. You've been listening to the Auto Repair Marketing Podcast with Kim and Brian Walker. Follow the podcast on your favorite listening app. Find their emails in the show notes and visit them at shopmarketingpros.com. Let Kim and Brian know what you want discussed because they're all about advancing the aftermarket.